You're listening to the podcast about Marvel's The Avengers, comic books, and all things nerdy. Welcome to Heroes Unite. It really grows on you, doesn't it? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heroes Unite podcast. Radio Matt here, and on today's show, I'll be sharing my thoughts on Marvel's The Avengers. The beta has been happening this past month, and I'll talk about my experience there and why I am so very, very excited for this game to come out in less than two weeks. It's almost here, folks. I'll be talking about that game. With the game coming out so soon, it got me to thinking, what DLC characters would I like to see in the game moving forward? We'll talk about my love and excitement for Hawkeye and who I expect and hope in the near future. Also on the show today, we'll be talking about comic books. I mean, how could we have a comic-centric podcast and not talk about comic books? We'll talk about some of the series I'm reading, some of the books coming out soon, and uh, yeah, if you need some recommendations, I'll have them right here. All that and more on the very first episode of Heroes Unite, the podcast. We'll be back. Hey friends, it's Radio Matt here, and wanted to let you know if you haven't checked out our Twitch page, make sure and go over there to twitch.tv slash Heroes Unite Podcast. I'll be streaming Marvel's The Avengers for quite a while, so make sure and get over there and check out the gameplay. Again, that's at twitch.tv slash Heroes Unite Podcast. We'll see you there. And welcome back to our first episode, Radio Matt here. And our first topic is on what is going to be a big contender for my game of the year and maybe the game of the decade for me. (laughs) Okay, maybe not number one, but it's definitely going to be up there. We're talking about Marvel's The Avengers. Now, when they first announced this game a few years back, I was immediately excited, but I was on the fence a little bit, and I, I don't necessarily know why, but it always seems like when you make a property like this, at least in the past, there are some issues with it, right? Like, it doesn't live up to expectations, the characters are slightly different from what you know from the comics or maybe even the movies and of course with the MCU being such a big deal that is definitely something people look at now so that was a little bit of a an alarm for me I guess you could say when they announced the game flash forward two years later right the beta happens the first week on PlayStation 4 and from the get-go I was just I was blown away it was just so much fun And, of course, the PlayStation 4 version is struggling a little bit graphic-wise just because the system, I mean, folks, it's getting old, you know? (laughs) As much as I hate to say that, the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, they're getting old now, technically, right? Uh, With the new systems coming out. And I know, right, that it's going to be moving over to the PS5, but my point is, even with the graphical hitches it had and things like that, it was still a freaking blast to play. And I think that that is the big deal about Marvel's The Avengers. It's a blast to play. And I'll be the first one to admit, I was I was telling my wife about this one day after playing the beta. I said, I'm not a huge Black Widow fan. I don't really care for the character that much, even in the MCU. I mean, I thought Scarlett Johansson did amazing, right? But just not my thing. I couldn't stop playing as Black Widow in this game. Now, I do work at a comic book store. That's my job. And so I have access to a lot of comics when I'm working. But Black Widow was one that never stood out to me. I just didn't necessarily care to read her stories. 
But <laughs> after the first weekend of the beta, I went, read the new series, and absolutely fell in love with it. I'm like, wait a minute. So all it took was a video game to let me understand and enjoy a character? And I guess in this situation, yeah. But Black Widow was such a blast. Hulk felt unique. Ms. Marvel blew me away. I mean, Ms. Marvel, her abilities and things like that are so unique anyway. It was so fun to play as Ms. Marvel. I was so enthralled by her moveset. It was just so much fun. And from the message boards I've been reading on Reddit and other locations, it seems like a lot of people agree with that. I think that Ms. Marvel is going to be a lot of folks' main to start the game. Iron Man was amazing. Had a blast playing Iron Man. Now, here's the thing with Iron Man. A lot of people were, were comparing the game and the way Iron Man flew to Anthem. Now... I think that that's the easiest comparison to make, right? But Anthem was such a downright failure in so many ways, and obviously we won't get into that, and most of us know already the issues with Anthem, but to compare it to Anthem, I just don't feel like it's the right comparison at all. Now, what would you compare it to? I don't necessarily know, but I do know that Iron Man felt really great to play, unique, and so much fun flying around, jumping up, doing some uppercuts on these robots. <laughs> it, it, he was just so cool to play. And, of course, we had uh, Hulk in there as well. I know I mentioned him already a bit. Hulk was fine. I'm not a huge Hulk fan in general, but for what he does, he was a lot of fun. And I think there will be a select group of people that play this game that's going to find Hulk to be their favorite character. So, And, and, and I totally understand that. I, I get it. Maybe not for me. But let me tell you something. We still have Captain America and we still have Thor. We got to barely play them in the A-Day part of the, of the game. And while we only got to play a few minutes of Thor and Captain America, my time with them was fantastic. Very much so enjoyed it. And I think once we see... Um, once we see Thor and Captain America in more of a, a bigger setting, a bigger role in the game, I think a lot of folks are going to fall in love with these two characters all over again. You know, and that leads me to my other point, my next point. Why, why are people comparing this game, these Avengers, to the MCU? Is it just an easy thing to do, especially with the MCU being so fresh in our minds? Is it just an easy comparison to make? But here's the thing. You can't really get upset that the characters in the video game are different than the characters in the movies. I think it's a good thing they separated themselves. They needed to separate themselves. A lot of the movie adaptations that turn into video games, I mean, we're looking at some of the Spider-Man games in the day and things like that, they never turn out well. And you always have these terrible character models of like these real-life actors in the game, and it takes away from your immersion of the experience. That is something that would have happened here. And so... I'm just very glad that they didn't go that route and did their own kind of multiverse, I guess you could say, uh, their own universe of Avengers and what's going on there. I think that by doing that separate is a, is a pretty big deal. So I very much so appreciate and am glad that they did that because I think it could have been disastrous. And let's be honest, I want to separate my games and my comics from the movies. 
I want them to be three different entities. And that's exactly what they are. And I'm so very happy about that. But my overall thoughts on the Avengers beta, sure, it had some technical problems, but nothing they can't fix. I've never played a beta so many hours. Usually when a beta comes out, I play eh, two, three hours, and I'm like, okay, I get the experience here. I couldn't set this down. I mean, we're hours into this thing, and I'm still grinding. I'm still excited. Even knowing my character stats and all that's going to be reset, I was I couldn't stop playing. And that says something, for, for me especially. The gameplay is just so much fun. And guys, it's a beta. We don't see everything here. I know a lot of folks were complaining about the the lack of variation in in uh, in villains and in enemies. But guys, it's the beta. They don't want to put all their cards on the table here for this for this small experience. I don't know. Anyway, if you get a chance to play Marvel's The Avengers, and if you're a superhero fan, if you're a comic book fan, I really don't see how you're going to be let down. If you like games like Destiny or Borderlands, or games like that, then this is definitely going to be up your alley. I can't wait, cannot wait, to stream this game and play this game and interact with all of you. It's just going to be so much fun. So anyway, final thought, Marvel's Avengers, it's going to be amazing. Pick it up. September 4th. That's, that's the date. We'll continue our show with more after this break. Stay with us. Hey, guys. Yeah, it's me on my own commercial, on my own podcast. I I, I know. I got to find other voices. Anyway, if you haven't checked out our Instagram, I would love for you to do so. I post videos there. I post pictures there of some comics I'm reading and other nerdy things going on in my life. So make sure and check out our Instagram page, instagram.com slash Gaming. Uh, yeah, I've got to merge everything still. But again, that's Instagram.com slash Gaming. Yeah, I'd love to see you over there. Hope you're having a great day. Welcome back to the podcast. Radio Matt here. And so I mentioned at the beginning of the show I wanted to talk about Marvel's The Avengers DLC. Now, here's the thing. They've announced Hawkeye up to this point. We know that's going to be across all platforms. We don't know necessarily when he'll be out. My guess would be he'll be out in about two months after release. So I could see that being like a November release, possibly, or or something like that. Uh, maybe even a, a Halloween, like an October release. But... Hawkeye will be here soon. I don't think they're going to put a lot of a time gap between the main game and the first DLC. And of course, it's free. So, hey, they can take their time. And we know Spider-Man's coming to PlayStation. Now, at this point, we don't know if he's going to be coming to other platforms or not. I, I really, folks, I, I think he will. I think eventually Spider-Man will make his way to the other uh, platforms, PC and Xbox. I mean, maybe not, maybe not, but I would like to imagine that that's going to happen eventually. But here's my thing. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Love the Spider-Verse. Love all that stuff. But here's the deal. If you have an option between a PlayStation 4 and a PC right now, I'm going to go with PC. I mean, it's a much smoother experience. It's a much more fun experience. I would tell you to definitely look at the PC experience first and don't make a decision based on the PlayStation 4 just because Spider-Man's over there. Don't make that decision. You know, and so... It, I think if if you do that, you may be disappointed. I mean, they've already said Spider-Man isn't going to be out until, what, March of next year? 
So heck, by then, maybe get a PlayStation 5 and then restart the experience on PlayStation 5, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at this wrong. Now, I will say, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't want to lie about it. I'm, I'm thinking about getting the PC version and the PlayStation 4 version. I want that case, you know, I got to have the, I've got to have the steelbook case uh, and put it on my shelf. And then when PS5 comes out, play it on there. But leading into the other DLC for the game, there, there's a lot of characters. I mean, I could sit here and go down a list of characters that I that I love in Marvel and and list of characters that I really really want. But I'll I'll just name five right off the bat. So, I think the first one for me, even though he's not a huge character, is Cosmic Ghost Rider. If you don't know who Cosmic Ghost Rider is, definitely check his series out. He's got his own book, and he's also got Revenge of Cosmic Ghost Rider. He's a lot of fun, man. I'm telling you, that would be an amazing character uh, to put in the game. His personality, his abilities, things like that. Now, at this point, I'll even settle for just Ghost Rider. Can you imagine Ghost Rider in this game? That'd be absolutely insane. Throwing the chains around with the fire and all that. Oh, man, it'd be so much fun. So... I'd love to see Cosmic Ghost Rider or just Ghost Rider. Next up on my list, I think a lot of people are thinking this. I, I was really surprised the amount of people putting this on Reddit. I want to see Moon Knight in the game. Moon Knight is not necessarily a very well-known character. He's being featured pretty heavily right now in the Avengers run with Jason Aaron uh, in the um, the arc they're doing with, with Moon Knight now. But Moon Knight is this very interesting, crazy, cool character that I think a lot of people don't know about. But he was so much fun in Ultimate Alliance. I mean, he was very unique in Ultimate Alliance. And I think that, obviously, Ultimate Alliance really recycles a lot of the moves and things like that from character to character. So I think in a game like this, in a bigger scope, Moon Knight and a story around Moon Knight could be absolutely insane. So I would love to see Moon Knight. Next up, now this is a character, man, you may, not, you may have never even heard of this character before. Swordmaster. Now, Swordmaster is a... I don't even know how to explain him. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, how do I explain who Swordmaster is? Let's just say he's a kid that inherits a, a sword, and it's got magical abilities, and he becomes this Swordmaster. But here's the thing. I'm thinking from a gameplay standpoint, you don't really see characters with swords like that in the Marvel Universe. I mean, we have the Black Knight, obviously, which he's being uh, put in some things right now in the Avengers and a few other stories. But you don't see a character with a sword very often, especially a magical sword. How cool would that be just from a gameplay perspective? So if you haven't checked out uh, Swordmaster, go go out there and do it. Seriously, it's a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. It has kind of a, a manga look to it. Uh, and he's got his first book out. He's got his first trade paperback, and they're working on the second now. So definitely recommend Swordmaster. Next up on my list, I, I got to go with Spider-Gwen. Here's the thing. I know she's in the Spider family, and Sony probably has the rights uh, to a certain extent in the, in the gaming realm of things. But it'd be really cool to see Spider-Gwen in the game. I think it'd represent uh, a woman superhero well. Spider-Gwen's really cool. She's got some unique abilities that Spider-Man doesn't have. I, I, but, you know, now I think about it, I guess she is pretty close to Spider-Man. But wouldn't it be cool to have the Spider-Verse kind of intermingled there a little bit in the game? That would be a lot of fun. So, 
I would love to see Spider Gwen in there. I, I mean, I think of all the characters I've mentioned so far, I think she's the least likely at this point. But man, that I, I could just see her being so much fun, and her character is so cool. She's got such a cool personality. I, I don't know. I think that she would work well, especially for younger girls playing the game or or uh, even, you know, uh, older ladies in the game. I think that they would enjoy the game if Spider-Gwen was in there. And she's way different than anybody else, really. Obviously, other than, than Spider-Man. But I'd love to see Spider-Gwen. Next up, uh, he's got a movie coming out, Morbius. Love to see him, him in the game. Uh, I think that having this creature in the game it would be such a cool uh, a different take on anything superhero I mean I guess you could almost call him an anti-hero in certain ways right kind of like Venom I guess in a way right but uh, yeah having something different experimenting with these characters don't just keep going down the rabbit hole like a Black Panther or a Captain Marvel or Doctor Strange even though obviously they would all be awesome and I would play every single one of them but you know what I'm saying? Maybe go down the rabbit hole a little bit farther and find characters that aren't used as much but are still represented in the Marvel Universe to a higher degree than others. I think that'd be a lot of fun to see him in the book. So yeah, definitely, definitely got to bring him up. And you know what? We're just going to stop right there. I don't want to keep going. I could go on all day with characters, you know, like obviously we're, we're going to see Deadpool at one point, right? We're going to see Venom at one point, I would at least imagine. I wouldn't even be surprised if PlayStation has Miles Morales show up and uh, become part of the gang too after his mainline game comes out. That'd be cool, right? But I guess they're considering them two different universes, so maybe they wouldn't interconnect them. But I could see them doing that. I mean, I think that'd be a lot of fun. You know, actually, now that I think about it, wouldn't it be cool if the Spider-Man Peter Parker from the PlayStation series, he's the one that moved over to the Marvel Avengers? Wow, that would actually be really cool and a really nice tie-in. Yeah, I'm just sitting here like, like, yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> why haven't I thought of this before? And one more thing I'll say about the DLC, we're obviously going to see a lot of story intermingled here. Wouldn't it be cool if they could get the X-Men in this game, have an X-Men DLC pack, have like three new characters or two new characters, have an X-Men type of story. You could even throw like uh, Dr. Xavier in there, right? You could, you could throw him, you could throw Magneto into the story. You don't necessarily need to make him uh, playable characters, but you could throw him in the background or in the story cinematics or something. Man, that'd be so epic. It'd be awesome to see the X-Men in there. But again... I mean, I think these are all well wishes for the game, but I think they're very possible at this point. I really do. Can't wait to see what DLC they put out. I, I think whatever they do, whatever they do, even if it's a character I don't love, I'm going to play the crap out of them and I'm going to have a great time doing it because Marvel's The Avengers is just so much fun to play. So much fun to play. Well, this podcast obviously centers around Marvel's The Avengers, all things nerdy, but we can't forget about the comic books. I've been reading some great issues from Marvel and DC lately. We'll talk about those coming up. 
Hey friends, it's Radio Matt here and wanted to let you know if you haven't checked out our Twitch page, make sure and go over there to twitch.tv slash Heroes Unite Podcast. I'll be streaming Marvel's The Avengers for quite a while, so make sure and get over there and check out the gameplay. Again, that's at twitch.tv slash Heroes Unite Podcast. We'll see you there. Welcome back to the podcast. All right, so it's that time of the show where we talk about some of the comic books I've been reading, and this section of the show won't be huge. I just wanted to mention some books I'm reading and some that I definitely have to recommend to you to read because, I mean, I only read the best, right? <laughs> just just kidding. Just completely kidding. No, I, I read a little bit of everything, to be honest with you. Marvel, DC, I read a lot of image books as well and, and uh, some other indie titles. But I mainly stick to superhero stuff only because, well, when it comes down to it, the money's tight and I would like to buy literally everything I could. But thankfully, since I work at a comic book store, I can read on the clock. So I read a lot of books at work. But anyway... All that aside, there's a few books I definitely have to recommend to you right now, and the first one's from DC Comics, and it's the Batman main title. Now, here's the thing. I didn't care for Tom King's Batman run at all. Uh, Most of it I didn't like, in fact, uh, which is fine. You know, I'm just not a big Tom King fan in terms of his writing. I think the guy's a nice guy and everything, but I just couldn't get into it, and I couldn't get into his, his vision run. And his Heroes in Crisis, I couldn't get into that. But this Batman is now being taken over by James Tinian. And James Tinian has worked on Detective Comics, which his run in Detective Comics is is fantastic. If you haven't read Detective Comics from James Tinian, make sure and get over there and do that because it is really awesome stuff. But James Tinian knows how to craft a story. He knows how to keep you wanting more in a story, and the latest Batman run with the Joker War, and even before the Joker War started, um, it's good stuff. I mean, it's exciting stuff. It makes me enjoy Batman again. It's got a old-school Batman feel to it, and that's one thing I really like about the books. And you're not that far behind. You're probably, what, eight or nine issues behind at this point, maybe ten um, but I would, I, man, I, if you want to read Batman, now is the time to do it. Jump in. It is so good. Really, really good. And we're seeing new characters all the time, right? Punchline, the big one. She's a lot of fun. It'll be interesting to see moving forward what they do with her. Will she get her own book? Okay, that'd be cool. Maybe she'll dive into some of the animated series uh, or animated shows or movies. That'd be awesome as well. She's a pretty cool character. So anyway, check out the Batman run. It is it is really good, really fun, and you, you just have to, okay? On the Marvel side of things, I can't help but mention Empire. Now, here's the deal. I don't typically like event books, and one of the main reasons I don't is because they have 14 or 15 other tie-in books that go along with it. Empire is doing that right now as well. I mean, you have Captain Marvel, you've got the Avengers, uh, you've got X-Men, you've got a few more, but you can read Empire as its own thing. You don't have to read these side books if you don't want to. It basically just adds some context to the story, but not enough that it's going to affect your reading enjoyment if you don't read them. Hopefully that made sense. I am currently reading the Captain Marvel and Avengers, so if you are going to pick one up, I wholeheartedly recommend those two tie-in books. They're really, really good. But Empire has been a lot of fun, and it, it kind of came out of nowhere, to be honest with you. With issue zero, I read it and was like, 
I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to like this or not, but I'm going to give it a try. Red issue one still felt the same way, but then from issue two on, I have really, really enjoyed this book. The writing is superb. The artwork is also superb, and it's just uh, it's just a fun event book. And Marvel's doing right here with this, and I, I can't wait to see more as we move forward. And I'm also interested to see how Empire ends. But guys, if you haven't checked it out yet, and of course you can always wait for hardback or, or trade paperback for the series to come out, because you know it will. But if you're looking for an event book or a Marvel book to read right now, and you don't want to uh, buy a ton of stuff, don't worry about the crossover books or the tie-in books. Worry about only the main title and go forth. That is Empire from Marvel Comics. And there's just a few quick recommendations for you. Again, I'm reading a lot more stuff, and on the next episode, I'll dive into more comics uh, over some of the other things we talked about today. But guys, that's going to do it for the first episode. Thank you so much for listening, for being here, and make sure and let us know if you like the episode, and to check us out over on twitch.tv slash Heroes Unite Podcast. We'll be starting our Marvel's Avengers streams very soon. Heck, they might even be going on right now. Depends on when you listen to this. All right, friends, Radio Matt here, and have a great rest of your week, and keep gaming.